Amen. Well, we're in our sixth installment of the sermon series, God is Good. God is Good. And today we want to talk about miracles and the supernatural. Miracles and the supernatural. Well, uh, years ago, I, I moved to Little Rock, and when I moved to Little Rock, I uh, stayed uh, in a duplex. I stayed up in the upstairs apartment, and downstairs I was renting uh, from Big Ma, which was my best friend's grandmother. And one day, I, I went downstairs to chat with her. She was just a dear, sweet lady, uh, and we were talking. She said, baby, look, I'm sorry. Uh, I know you haven't had hot water in a few days, and, uh, but I'm going to get the money to, together to fix the hot water, the hot water tank. And so, uh, and I said, uh, Big Ma, uh, I've had hot water. In fact, I took a hot shower this, this morning. I've always had hot water. She said, baby, I don't know how you're doing this because uh, it's not functioning or it's not working. And I said, well, it's worked for me. So I went upstairs and turned on the hot water, and sure enough, there's no hot water. Well, I said, okay, well, I was thinking about it, you know, and uh, the next morning, once again, turned on the hot water, no hot water. Now, how many of y'all understand when you take a cold shower, it will cause you to think. And so I began to meditate now. I said, now, Lord, what is the difference? Now, I had hot water all this week and even yesterday morning. But only thing that changed was some information, some facts that I received. And so during that time, I was beginning to learn how to walk by faith. And I knew that I, I had to, to, to find some scripture. And, and I found Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, and it says that all things are upheld by the words of his power. So I began to meditate the rest of that day. All things are upheld by the word of his, his power. I began to meditate on that all in the night as well as that morning. And sure enough, when, when I got up the next morning, when I got ready to take my shower, turn on the hot water, and boom, there was hot water. It was hot water, just like normal. Now, why did that happen? Well, I understood that, that, that faith is the currency of the kingdom. That's one. Two, I knew I had to attach it to some word. But remember, this sermon series, we're talking about God is good. God is a good God. He's my heavenly father. He is my heavenly father. Now, there's also a few scriptures that come to mind. We're talking about a miracle that happened for me. First of all, the scripture, um, Philippians 4, 19, he'll supply all of my needs. And I'm making a paraphrasing according to his riches and glory. That was a need. Furthermore, 2 Peter 1 and 3 that talks about his divine power has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness. Now, let's wait for a moment. Let's, let's look at what I just said. In the natural. There was no hot water. There was no uh, source for hot water. Did the scriptures say his divine power has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness if there is proper resources? Or did the scripture say he'll supply all of my needs according to the resources that are available? No, it's according to his riches and glory. He's given us all things that pertains to life and godliness. So there is no shortage in the kingdom. Now, let's dig a little deeply. Let's look a little deeper, I should say. Now, 
If we look at the situation that happened, the word of God also says that we are ambassadors. Now, we understand that we're ambassadors, as the scripture says, and we know we're representatives, representatives of Christ. And but, you know, I want you, you to know something. It's more than just being this good person who does good deeds. It's a nice person. No, the Lord wants us to represent him in all facets of life. That means not only uh, in, in our behavior, but in our health, as well as our finances, as well as socially, our relationships. We should exemplify Christ in every aspect of our lives. Now, let's look a little bit, dig a little deeper as it relates to us being an ambassador. Now, think about this for a moment. A U.S. ambassador. A U.S. ambassador is a, a delegation or representative of the president or the United States. Now, let's say I was in an ambassador to Mexico. And, uh, I'm, I, and, and so that means that anything in that U.S. embassy in Mexico, in that Mexico City, wherever the embassy is at, that operates by the laws of the United States. Anything behind or within those walls of the U.S. embassy in Mexico, it operates like the United States. Now, that embassy is on foreign soil, if you will. It's in a different country. However, I'm not governed by the rules of that country. I am governed by the rules of the United States. And what is the purpose of it, of it once again, a U.S. ambassador? To have diplomatic relations with the government of that country. Now, let's say there's a shortage in that country. There is an essential or a necessary uh, something that we need, that that country needs, but there's a shortage. There's a drought of that essential uh, uh, need. And so I can't, as a U.S. ambassador, I can't buy it from the country, but am I limited to that country's resources? And the answer is no. I can call to the U.S. embassy and get that essential element, whatever thing that I need, and they will give it to me. Why? Because I am not uh, limited to that country, that foreign soil, their supply. No, I am backed by the U.S. government. And so, you know what, they'll do whatever they, whatever they need to do to get, make sure that I have the proper resources that I need to live and the people that work with me to stay afloat, if you will. Now, how much more so does our Heavenly Father has set up the same thing for us? Anything that we need, we're talking about miracles and the supernatural. We have a very good God. Anything that we need he is already supplied. We just need to have faith and believe God and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. He'll tell us what to do. So in the story, in the example, this is a true story. My supply was limited in the situation that I was in because the hot water tank was no, more, no, no longer functioning. It was out of order. But that did not limit God. God supplied me with the hot water that I needed. Now, you may ask the question, well, brother pastor, when did the uh, hot water begin? I said, I don't know. I wasn't trying to answer, to ask that question. Why? Because my faith was working. Now, and I used that faith every morning. Listen, even if I was washing dishes, no matter what I did, and God came through for me, came through for me every time. Now, once again, 
I did that until I knew that that hot water was working. And I think I knew because I went downstairs for something. And that's when I found out. But the point is this. He supplied all of my needs, not according to the resources here that I had, but according to his riches in glory. He's already provided it for us. Once again, today we're talking about miracles and the supernatural. Now, that's an example of a miracle. It's an example of a miracle. Now, we know that was divine intervention that happened. And we thank God that once again, our Heavenly Father is always there to back us up. Now, I'm going here, going somewhere with this. I want to stir your faith up for and remember the things that God has done for you where you know there is no answer in the natural why that thing happened to you. But it was God's goodness. It was his grace. He turned around your situation. Now, let me give you another example. And I remember uh, listening to Jerry Savelle, a great man of faith. I remember he, he gave this testimony. He said uh, when he, back in the early days when he be, first began uh, his, with his, uh, his ministry, he said that he had preached a meeting in, in Oklahoma and he was coming home uh, back to Texas and he had his wife and his two little girls there in the back seat. And so they're driving and in the middle of the night and all of a sudden they hit something. And so uh, they didn't know what it was, but they kept going. But a few miles later, he noticed that his fuel gauge was all the way on empty. And then the car stopped. So he got out the car and recognized and realized that he somehow ruptured or punctured somehow his his water tank. I'm sorry, not his water, but his uh, gas tank. And so uh, he tried to thumb a ride, you know, to someone to help them. It was in the middle of the night and this truck came. And this pickup truck came and, 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 and this tow truck, I should say. And so he, they, he attached, the guy came out and, and uh, attached his vehicle, helped Jerseyville and pulled it to like the next exit up to a service station that was connected to a diner. Now, uh, Jerseyville said he raised up the garage, fixed the, the car and then filled his car with oil. I'm sorry, not with oil, but with, with gasoline. And so Jerseyville said, well, how much do I owe you? The guy said, no, I've been sent to help you. He said, yeah, I know that, and I appreciate your help. This is the middle of the night here. Man, it wasn't for you. We would be in a bad shape. Uh, how much do I owe you? And the guy said, no, no, I've been sent here to help you. Well, he said, okay, and so Jerry said he went home. Well, a few weeks later, he said he had to preach another meeting, and he passed that place. And, he, and so he stopped, and he went in the diner and said, well, who's the owner of this, 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 gas, or this gas station, this, this garage right here? And they said, well, uh, that garage is out of order. No one has been there, used that for 20 years. In fact, the electricity doesn't work. He said, no, that can't be possible because a few weeks ago, he, they, he explained the story. And he said, no, no, I'm sorry, sir. The electricity is not on. That thing has not been operated. Uh, no one has used that for, for, for years. Then Jerseyville said, I figured out it was an angel from the Lord because the angel kept saying, I've been sent to help you. We're talking about the supernatural. Anytime you have a need, I don't care what desperate situation you may be in. Now, think about it. Jerry Savelle was in the middle of nowhere. And God provided for him. Now, I'm giving you another example. Now, I'm talking about different ways that God uh, uh, blesses us and helps us out in our time of need. Once again, he'll supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Uh, and, and, and my former pastor uh, told me that this story. It was a guy at his church where um, basically there was no jobs, and he, he lived in the city in the Midwest. There were no jobs, 
And, uh, and so the, um, um, he saw in California, got news that the, that the, uh, the airlines were hiring uh, airplane, uh, airplane mechanics to work on the airplanes. And so uh, he got down there and, and interviewed, and then they said, well, as part of your interview, you need to take a test. And so he, he got in the room to take the test, and he said he didn't know anything. He did not know one answer. He said then all of a sudden a guy came in the room and gave him all of the answers. And so he thanked God when he left. And I should say he did pray before, you know, asked God to help him. And so anyway, so long story short, the man passed with flying colors. He moves his family to California and life is good because he's getting paid well. And a few weeks later, he asked someone in the company, say, do you know this guy? Because the guy gave him his name by the name of blah, blah. And they said, no, we don't know anyone by that name. No one by that name works there. And the man recognized that this was an angel from the Lord. We're talking about miracles and the supernatural. Once again, in your time of need, if you press forward, God will always meet your needs. Once again, I'm telling you these stories to build your faith for this next thing I'm going to talk about. In fact, let's jump right into it. If you have your Bibles, Turn to Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah chapter 43 will begin reading at verse 19. Again, Isaiah 43 and 19, it says, See, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not be aware of it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The word says he's doing a new thing. He will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Now, I want to show you something. If you notice these stories that I gave, that I gave, God worked out this situation. But what this scripture is saying, God is saying, behold, I'm doing a new thing. In other words, you're getting ready to walk into a season where of the supernatural where God is going to bless you. He's going to empower you to do supernatural things. Or I should say this, walk in the supernatural. He's going to empower you to walk in the supernatural. As God was dealing with me uh, this morning about this, uh, he reminded me of some things. And one of the things the word of the Lord came to me, he, he, he talked to me of, as it relates to the area of wisdom, supernatural wisdom. Now, some of you all, you may have um, you may have, have applied for this position over and over again. And every time you get to the interview and they say, well, you know, you're a good worker, but, you know, you just don't have enough experience or, or you don't have the education. I'm here to tell you, God is going to do something special for you. Knock on the door, apply again. But this time, God is going to open the door for you and give you supernatural wisdom how to function in that capacity. He's doing a new thing. Listen to me well. This is a prophetic word. He is doing a new thing. Now, that means that whatever has, have you, however you've operated before in the past, you will no longer operate that way. God is going to do some supernatural thing through you. Once again, we're talking about miracles in the supernatural. You needed a miracle before to get you out of the bind. 
But what, what God is saying, he's going to do something supernaturally through you is going to be a way of life. The word of God says, I'm making a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert, rivers. And it's not running out. God is with you. And right now we're talking about supernatural promotion for you. Now, let me give you an example of that. And, and before I go there, but I give you an example. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to. Well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and give you this example. Um, I remember. Uh, Years ago, well, actually, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of contemplating between which example I'm going to give. I'll give this one. Um, years ago, uh, you know, I, I was a band director and, and, and I was studying and trying to, and now God bless me, the marching band was doing well, but, you know, those, the concert band was my love and, and I wanted to get those Division One ratings. And I would try and study and work with the band. I'd do everything I knew how. And, uh, and I'm praying to God, Lord, help me, help me, help me, help me. And for years, it looked like it didn't work. And you know what? All of a sudden, I never forget, God sent this, this, uh, this, this uh, mentor my way to help me. And, uh, and, and he began to tell me different things and, and taught me. And then at the same time, the Holy Spirit began to talk to my mind. He would say things to me like, um, listen, in the middle of my band rehearsal, he would talk to me. He would say, uh, now, don't do this or, or listen, fix this problem. Don't worry about that problem. That's going to fix itself. Uh, you need to address this discipline issue. Uh, you know, ignore that. They're just trying to be a distraction. He would talk to me as I was conducting the band in the middle of my. He was teaching me how to teach. Furthermore, now, once again, I didn't know. I remember I picked this piece called Dramatical by Francis McBath, who is a, who is a Christian guy. He went on, on home to be with the Lord. He was a strong Christian, and he was a professor at OBU and a, and a world-known band composer. I did a piece by him called Dramatical. And I never forget that, that, that uh, during our All-State convention, I was there. I had a few students make the All-State uh, band. And, and uh, I had a chance to talk to him about, you know, what I was doing and my thoughts and, and try to, to, to just pick his brain. He said, young man, listen, if you do what you're doing, what you say you're going to do, you're going to do well. Long story short, y'all know I got Division I ratings. And from that point on, I always had Division I ratings. I entered into a new season. What happened? There were some supernatural things that happened. God anointed me. And God would talk to me, and I knew exactly what to do. At the same time, he sent help my way through a form of a mentor who was a great band director. The Lord, listen, he was doing a new thing for me. Now, it was a blessing to the kids. What do you mean a blessing? There were some years where um, we would have anywhere between 18 to 32 people to seniors to graduate. And many years, every last senior would get a full-ride scholarship somewhere. Many years. And, and, I, and God used me to be a great blessing to them. The point is this. God will do supernatural things. He will, he's going to open up your knowledge, your understanding. He's going to tell you what to do. Go ahead and apply. You know, many of you all, you, you, you know, your members here. Um, you, you, you're, some of you all, you, 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 you uh, pay your, you put, so season to the ministry. You uh, 
You may pay your tithes to the ministry and you're not a member. Some of y'all, you know, you're under the sound of my voice. Pray to God about this. And I believe that 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 God is going to do some supernatural thing for you. Once again, he's making ways in the wilderness and making rivers in the desert. This is a new season in your life. There's a new season in your life. A lot of you all, you know, you're wondering, like, you know, God, you know, I've tried and look like every time I try to do this, I'm, I'm met with failure. Uh, you just got to hang in there. The word God tells us not to grow weary in well-doing because you will reap a harvest if you don't faint or lose heart. Remember, God is a good God. He's our heavenly father. But oftentimes he'll allow us to get a little struggle. You know what? So we can some gain some faith muscles. So we won't be so quick to give up. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He will direct your path. Trust in the Lord. He's your friend. Trust in him. I'm going to leave you with this last testimony. And um, once again, sometimes, you know what? No, we just have to keep on keeping on. The word of God says, when you've done all to stand, stand. God is for you. He's a good God. He's going to do what he says he's going to do. My last story, and I'm going to end the message. Um, I remember uh, I first started this ministry and, um, you know, and. Uh, probably about a year, a little bit after a year after I started the ministry, but money, the, the money got tight. It got real tight. And I never forget, we were, we were uh, having service at that time in the North Little Rock Community Center. And so, uh, and I remember someone told me, say, hey, brother pastor, look, we have 60, I think it was like 63, 67 cents, something like that in the account. Well, I know Sunday was coming. And I prayed to God. I said, God, what do I need to do? You know, the enemy is talking to your mind. He's barking. He's, he's constantly telling you what you're going to do, what you're going to what you're going to do. You know, you're going to look real bad. you there. You're supposed to be preaching prosperity. You have no money. What are the people going to think about you? I mean, he's just really just talking to my mind. And I'm praying. I say, God, what do I need to do? You called me to do this. You told me to be here at this North Little Rock Community Center. What am I supposed to do? I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. So you know what you do when you pray to God, you don't hear anything. You do the last thing he told you to do. What was the last thing he told me to do? Start this ministry and go forward. God is a good God. And so I never get that Sunday. I, I was driving to church. I was nervous. I was nervous. I mean, one mind said, listen, why don't you call the members and let them know and y'all just counsel service. No, I knew I couldn't do that as a pastor. You, you can't do that. That's something that you cannot do. And so I'm driving once again to the community center, and, and I never forget. And I got there. I noticed no one is there, so I waited a few minutes. And so I called some of the people because, once again, we've been there over a year. And so I called the numbers that I had, and no one answered. And uh, then all of a sudden, it, uh, the members began to come, and, and uh, it was a fourth Sunday fellowship. And so uh, they're bringing their food. We're waiting. We wonder what's going on. So, you know, at that point, I knew. I said, God, I thank you. This is my answer because I know. I know that they are not going to charge me for this Sunday. 
Well, so I went to across the street to the North Little Rock Police Department and asked them, do you can you get a contact? Let them know that we're supposed to have service here. And so they did contact me and they apologized. Mr. Meredith, I'm so sorry. We, it was our mistake. We knew you had a service there, but we just forgot to schedule someone. So long story short, they sent someone. We was able to have our fellowship, but that was a test. What do you mean? At that point, our bank account began to grow and grow. God began to send members our way, and then the members that were there, God began to increase them financially. I mean, their, their salaries began to double and double and double again. I saw supernatural increase where we were struggling at one point. The word of God says he'll make ways in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. He called, uh, calls us to thrive and prosper. The point is this. We're talking about God is good. We're talking about miracles and, super, and the supernatural. Miracles. God will use miracles to help you out in sticky situations. But you know what? If you continue uh, keeping on with the Lord, staying with the Lord, keep fighting a good fight of faith, there will come a season where you will walk into your supernatural increase, where that supernatural will be a way of life. Remember, he's making ways in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. We serve an awesome, great God. Miracles and the supernatural. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.